Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our look at Job chapter 34. This time we're in verses 10 through 15 in the New Living Translation. Elihu is still the speaker. He is still accusing Job of arrogance, but he's talking about right now the righteousness of God in these five verses. It reads, Listen to me, you who understand. Everyone knows that God doesn't sin. The Almighty can do no wrong. He repays people according to their deeds. He treats people as they deserve. Truly, God will not do wrong. The Almighty will not twist justice. Did someone else put the world in his care? Who set the whole world in place? If God were to take back his spirits and withdraw his breath, all life would cease and humanity would turn again to dust. Again, this is Job chapter 34, verses 10 through 15 in the New Living Translation, which titles this, Elihu accuses Job of arrogance. We'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed and followed, please do so. Thanks to Podchaser for naming my podcast to its list of 60 best podcasts to discover in November. Give it a listen. Drop me a line. Like me and follow on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this was Job chapter 34, verses 10 through 15 in the New Living Translation. In this section, um, Elihu is talking about the righteousness of God and God's moral order to things. He begins his argument with a call to listen. Okay, he's denouncing Job for losing his faith and denying God's judgment. So he's saying, okay, I've listened to you, Job. I've listened to um, the three of your friends, your, you know, your three cronies. And I have a right to say and give you my thoughts on the matter. So he just wants Job and everyone there to listen to him. In Elihu's view, Job uh, has accused God of doing wrongdoing. And in this chapter... And in this section, he, pro- he uh, wants to prove and to show that God did Job no wrong in afflicting him, nor punished him more than he deserved. And remember, he's in the uh, school of thought that Job's friends are in. Job, you've done something. You said you're righteous, but Job, you have got to be a hypocrite because too much has happened to you. That doesn't happen to a godly person. 
But of course, we've read the story and we know what God said, that Job is, um, that Job was uh, upright and just. Elihu uses an emphatic oath, oath formula to argue that God has nothing to do with wickedness. Verse 34, uh, chapter 34, verse 10 from the easy, uh, the English Standard Version reads, Therefore, hear me, you men of understanding. Far be it from God that he should do wickedness, and from the Almighty that he should do wrong. The oath formula, far be it from, was an emphatic way of swearing that you would not do something. And uh, we've said that before, like far be it from me to be the bearer of bad news or far be it from me to do whatever. It's just saying that I'm not going to be the one to do it. So that's what he's saying. Far be it from God to be, um, to, let me read it again. Far be it from God that he should do wickedness or the Almighty that he should be, that he should do wrong. And the commentary pointed out that Abraham used it with uh, God in encouraging God to not destroy the righteous along with the wicked in Sodom. Joseph uses it um, to um, swear his innocence when Joseph's brothers use it to swear their innocence when Job tested them in Genesis 44 in Egypt. David used it several times in uh, swearing he would not touch Saul because Saul was God's anointed. After arguing that God would do no wrong and uh, will do no wrong, Elihu turns to a topic, to the topic of divine retribution. And like his friends, he asserts that God repays people exactly according to their deeds. And um, God is almighty, yet he never uses his power as mighty men do for the support of injustice. And we know we've seen the mighty and people in power use their power, but not, you know, to help the masses, mostly to help their own little group of people who support them. So unlike uh, God is not like men who think they have power that uses it the wrong way. Our God is all powerful and he uh, does not, you know, the, um, misuse justice or use his powers in an unjust way. He is Shaddai, God all sufficient, and therefore he cannot be tempted with evil it, um, or to do unjust things. El Shaddai, the Ashadii does not pervert justice. Um, let's see. I think I'm going to stop there because I'm at my five minute mark. So let's pray. Father, we thank you as we go through your word that we learn more and more about your character. Father, we thank you that uh, Elihu says that. Um, Far be it from God that he should do wickedness. Thank you, Father, 
for that promise from your word. Far be it from you that you should do wickedness. And right now, Father, I'm praying and uh, before I get any farther, praying for my cousin. She had a stroke, but she uh, is doing well. So, Father, I want to thank you right now for touching her. Pray that you heal her body and, you know, uh, bring her back to health. Praying for my brother who's also on his bed of recovery. It's all in your hands and, and his situation also and in so many others who need you. They need that healing touch. And God, we're thanking you in advance for touching and healing because it's in your power. Father, we thank you for redeeming our lives from the pit. We thank you that um, you keep us, us from being trapped by negative influences. Thank you that you have good plans for us. Even as we look at the book of Job, you have good plans, even for Job, that he can't see. He doesn't understand what's going on. But you're working. You have everything in control. Thank you that you have deposited in us all that we need to fulfill our your purpose for us. Even as we look at Job, everything he needed was there to fulfill your purpose. And his life became a witness for so many others during the many centuries. We thank you in advance for your word. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.